0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on another memorable European night Rangers storm into a 3-0 first leg lead After an incident-packed meeting with Red Star Belgrade Elsewhere, Joe Hart says he's loving every minute of being at Celtic As he looks forward to the business end of the season And Kevin Nisbet is facing up to nine months out with a knee injury I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Simon Donnelly and Hugh Keevans I'm going to choose my words very carefully So I'd be obliged if you would listen very carefully In case you have plans to throw them back in my face At some later date I think Rangers have as good a chance Of winning the Europa League As any team left in the competition I thought last night's result and performance were phenomenal I expect Rangers to score in Serbia In the return leg I expect them to be of course, in the quarterfinals for the first time since 2008. <coughs> and I think some Rangers fans owe the manager and the goalkeeper an apology because they have both come in for heavy criticism on this programme. There endeth the lesson. Simon Donnelly, it was a breathless experience watching it with my feet up on the couch. Goodness knows what it must have been like to be there or indeed to take part in it because it was an unbelievable 90 plus minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think uh, there's something with Rangers in Europe at the moment It seems to be bringing out the best in them In terms of performance and score lines. We look at Dortmund in the last round And then they've kind of blown away Red Star last night 3-0 They've all but put themselves in the quarter-final I believe as, as Hugh says I think they will go and score over there and much like the first leg against Dortmund, they've given themselves a hell of a chance to get through to the quarterfinals. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need to so get in touch with the guys tonight, Rangers fans. There is no chance you're ready to stop talking about last night yet. So get whatever you've got on your chest off in the company of Hugh Keevans and Simon Donnelly. Were you there? It would be great to get some eyewitnesses. What was it like? What was the atmosphere like? Talk us through the game. It was crazy. So many talking points to get through. Give us your opinion. On them, any standout players who are the, the standouts, who are the ones that deserve the praise? Are you through already? I'm sure there's a bit of football left in it, but 3 0, that must have been better than most of you would have imagined last night. Are you through already? Or how confident, let's reword that, how confident are you now uh, of progressing to the next phase of the competition? 01419511025, pick up the phone right now and let us know. We are on Twitter as well. At Clyde SSB And it's a big weekend Hugh We've got an, an mm. Ayrshire Derby In the Championship tonight And then it's Scottish Cup Quarter final weekend Yeah uh, Looking forward to all of it uh, I think that the Rangers going to Dens Park You'd have to fancy them Very strongly Celtic have had that Full Week of relaxation And able to train At, uh, at their own pace uh, You'd think that they <laughs> Might have too much For Dundee United At Tannadice uh, I, I think that uh, Motherwell Hibs at 12.30 on Sunday Big game for Sean Maloney Little surprised by some of his comments today About people want him to fail Who? Who wants him to fail? I can't think of anyone And uh, of course Andy Halliday will expect to be in here on Monday Having taken care of St Mirren in the cup He'd better or we'll all be waiting for him <laughs> Something great about every stage of the competition Simon, but this weekend when you know that there's a place at hand and at stake, that's when it becomes 
a bit more tense, doesn't yeah, it? It's getting closer. You're in touching distance, as I say. The, the semi finals now, the way it's worked out, they get played at the national stadium as well. So it's a, it's a big event and a great opportunity for these clubs to get to the, the semis and, and one step away from the final again. He, it's been a wee while since we've had an all Premiership quarter final yeah. as well, I believe. So interesting. Yep, absolutely. It's going to be a fantastic weekend ahead, I'm sure. Let's look back on last night. First, Rangers fans. Just sum it all up I don't think you need me to ask any more specific question than that Sum it up What was it like? Were you there? Were you watching at home? Are your neighbours uh, still getting over the noise you were making? Who were the standout players? Who deserves the praise? How are you set up for progression after a comfortable result in the first leg? Let us know right now 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB We'll set the scene by hearing from a man who was certainly involved The manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Delighted they came out on top in a manic game However, he's keen to stress the tie is far from over Despite that three goal advantage A tough and demanding game I think uh, there was uh, so much happening throughout the whole game you know. And uh, But you know, of course happy with, uh, with the result I think we played really well um, If you see the game you, you, you think maybe more goals were, were in it also for them, but uh, I think we did well. I think especially the second half was uh, was going uh, really well. We had to change, you know, some tactics in in halftime, and I think uh, that worked out really well. So um, you know, I'm really happy. You know, to to go to Belgrade next week, which is going to be hard. I think the same, uh, maybe harder than today. So, uh, but we have a um, we have a three goal difference we we take with us. But uh, you know this this tie isn't over yet. How impressive a result is that for you, Hugh? Uh, I think Giovanni van Bronckhorst deserves immense credit. He's now beaten uh, Borussia Dortmund and halfway towards beating Red Star Belgrade on aggregate. He came in for a lot of criticism after the winter break because he, his team dropped so many. Uh, league points and fans came on here and they, they were questioning him I don't think he can be questioned I think all over the park the difference he has made to Alfredo Morelos for one Morelos again last night thrived on the European atmosphere scored a good goal Europe brings out something in him I think that's 32 European goals he scored uh, the goalkeeper is a phenomenon at the age of 40 uh, Tavernier continues to be the leader of men uh, that some doubted he would be He'd go on individually Collectively He'd go on for quite some time I'll let the fans tell their story But The sequence of Performances against the Borussia And Red Star Stunning Let's hear, from, let's hear from you then That was Hugh Keevan's take on it 01419511025 Tommy is going to kick us off What did you make of that last night Tommy? What a game. Everything <laughs> even a need would want to see. Penalties scored, penalties missed, goals disallowed, three goals scored, it just everything. It certainly, everything it certainly did. I mean, goals disallowed, Red Star had three of them, Simon. All tight, all correct, you, you would have to say. VAR um, kicking in, same for, for Rangers' penalty that they got. Tommy's right, Alan McGregor's penalty save. <clears throat> it, had, it was absolutely. Chaotic wasn't it Yeah it did everything It was a, a typical kind of Scottish European night You know Whether it's at Ibrox or I've, I've experienced summer At Celtic Park over the years But it had everything It had everything As you say The three goals are, They're very close calls But they're the correct ones And As you said there I've been on this show Where Alan McGregor Has been in for taking A little bit of stick I think somebody phoned in And suggested that they should Take him out the team Before a game recently 
But he's proved how good a goalkeeper he is last night again with some great saves and none more so than the, the, the penalty save. Yeah, I mean, Tommy, how impressive is the result? I'm sure on um, Belgrade FM this evening they're feeling a, maybe a bit hard done by. I don't know. Maybe they think that they deserved a closer score line, but the fact is it's three 0 to Rangers, and that's a very comfortable lead, isn't it? Ah, it's immense. But what we've got then, but they scored three goals. I know they were just allowed with bar, and thank God we've got bar. That shows you how imperative it is for us to get it in our league. But they're capable of scoring goals, so that is only halfway. You know what I mean? We've got to watch what we did and go over there. But it's it's some it's some game. You go along with that, Hugh. I mean, like three 0 is a fantastic lead to take. Yeah, you would yeah. take your your arm off for it, I'm sure. Um, did you see enough in the game last night to suggest that Rangers still need to tread carefully? Um, my gut reaction is that Rangers will get through. Uh, I, I laugh when I read and hear people talk about the hostile atmosphere in Belgrade. Uh, 50,000 Glaswegians shouting at you Isn't exactly a, a garden party either So I don't think Rangers will be intimidated by the atmosphere uh, I, I think Red Star Belgrade subconsciously may think They've got our number here And I confidently expect Rangers to add to their three goals In Belgrade mm. So my gut reaction is Rangers I know that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has to be political He has to keep Everyone calm and say that the tie is not over yet But for me, the tie is over Simon? I agree with you I think the tie is over I think uh, uh, To go back to the last round They put themselves in a great position With with the win in Dortmund And out with a, a short spell in the middle of that game Where Dortmund threatened to maybe come back Tavernier scored at the start of the second half And put the tie to bed I think as I said at the top of the show, Rangers in Europe at the moment seem to have something. The players seem to enjoy it. It seems to get the best out of the players. And I think they'll, they'll score over there, which effectively puts it to bed. Tommy, although you're talking about work to be done next week and so on, are you starting to dream a little bit about what's possible in this competition? I mean, beat Borussia Dortmund's one thing. Uh, then go and do that last night. You're allowed to dream sometimes as a fan, are you not? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I agree with the boys. I think I think we'll go in and win. But what, what the good thing is, though, they, they'll need to come at us. So we'll have soap for us. But I, I think we've just got to keep it tight. We start with no loss and early goals, and then hopefully score a couple ourselves. I, I wouldn't keep it tight. I, I think that Rangers flourish uh, in this competition, certainly this season, by going and doing what they do best. And you know they scored four in Germany for heaven's sake. Uh, you know they've scored three. It could have been four again last night, but for a headed clearance off the goal line, I would be going and looking to score the goal that makes the Red Star players think subconsciously. This is done. We we are done. Uh, thank you to Tommy. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Andrew uh, is a Rangers fan. What did you make of it last night, Andrew? Andrew, can you hear us? Uh, yes. How are you? You okay? Uh, uh, yeah. Good man. Were you at the game? Uh, yes. What was it like then? Tell us about it. Uh, it was, I think it's the best atmosphere I've ever experienced. Now, you sound like a young man, Andrew, if you don't mind me saying. How old are you? Uh, 13. Hugh, you've got socks twice as old as that. I've got a grandson that age, yes. Uh, and these are the moments for people, youngsters like Andrew, this will live in Andrew's memory 
for many years to come. And uh, I dare say, Andrew, you've read and you've watched videos of great nights involving Rangers, so you might have one or two left before the season's over. What is it about these European nights, Andrew, that Rangers seem to be so successful in at the moment? Um, well, I think that I think it's um, it's that I think Geo seems to have taken to like very kind of attacking sort of style of play. That, yeah, yeah, I think he likes it um, when teams come at them instead of Scottish football, which is where um, teams just constantly defend against you. You're nodding along, Simon. Is that is that what suits yeah, Rangers? It's a good point Andrew makes, and that's that's what I mean about. I think I, I spoke about it in the show before. I think, I think this, the Rangers players enjoy that. You know that sometimes when the likes of Aberdeen came at the weekend and it's tight and there's not a lot of space for the Ryan Kent's of this world to go and express himself, it can get frustrating. But I think in Europe there is a wee bit more openness and freedom. For these guys to go and show what they can do So I, I, I go along with Andrew's point there the, the one thing that I found amusing last night In the midst of the madness When Rangers get the penalty Giovanni Van Bronckhurst A man who has had a stellar football career mm. As player and manager he, shot, couldn't, didn't he? he couldn't yeah. bear to look At a penalty <laughs> kick being taken you know, He briefly closed his eyes didn't he? Yeah. he didn't do the full face the other way But just as it was about to be taken yeah. I think so, Which is probably for the best Because did James Tavernier mean to put it there? By the way, I don't know, but it was certainly a heart in the mouth he's moment. put it into, was it the postage stamp? Probably the right yeah. corner, but right in the corner, it's a great... Because penalty. the slip comes after it. But does, it does he take a little intake of breath, does he? I would imagine so, you it's would. A, it's a great penalty. It's a good, that, that was the thing, that, that it, it sets the tone. I think the penalty decision was generous, I have to say. But having been awarded it in Ibrooks. Standing to attention To put the penalty away That gives you an amazing lift For the rest of the night So Andrew I take it you weren't born then When Rangers reached the UEFA Cup final 2008 You weren't born uh, Well I was very young I was a couple of months old oh, right, you, were, you made it by a couple of months Do you think you can go Further then in this competition Is last night enough to get you through? Um, I think I don't think just last night alone Isn't enough But I think if Rangers can get the first goal in Serbia then I think the tie might be just about done Sounds good sounds like a good plan Andrew that was Andrew who was at the game last night nice to hear from you 01419511025 you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB now I know that the Rangers fans are very excited about what the team did in terms of the result last night and their chances of progressing but I'll tell you something else Hugh Keevans oh. there is a nice favour on this as well Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals A huge night last night for Golden Goals I'm sure even the most optimistic Rangers fans thought three might be a stretch What it means for us is we're now sitting at £17,500 Every time Rangers scored last night we put £250 into the cash jackpot So we're sitting at £17,500 They both play Rangers and Celtic in the Cup this weekend It's Cup games, League games, European games Every time they score, we up the amount And someone wins it all at the end of the season It sounds good, doesn't it? If you want to be part of it, text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com It is across all competitions So the lines close at 6pm Saturday 21st of May 
for your chance to be the winner. Text GOAL to 61025. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here. It's 01419511025. Rangers fans, I'm assuming you're just about coming down off the ceiling after last night, so why not pick up the phone and let us know what you made of it? 01419511025. There's so much to get through. I mean, seriously, 3 0. A penalty given VAR Three goals disallowed For Red Star Belgrade They got a penalty McGregor saved it It was an incredible 90 plus minutes An incredible result And it sets it up Nicely for the second leg So pick up the phone And let us know What is on your mind John was a Rangers Is a Rangers fan I was going to say Was at the game last night How would you describe it John? Hi guys uh, Good evening to you all Yeah Game was absolutely brilliant It was up there some of the brilliant uh, European nights uh, in the Dortmund I wasn't at that game um, but uh, the atmosphere was uh, outstanding just what Hugh was touching on at the start of the show um, Rangers seem to be playing some really good stuff guys are up in their game when it comes to Europe and uh, I'm hoping what Hugh says that they could go on all the way which would be absolutely fantastic Is, it, is that now the stage John where like of course there's a lot of football to be played in this tie Never mind the rest of the tournament But once you've knocked out the favourites And you then follow that up And show that it's not a fluke And go and win 3-0 At home to Red Star Belgrade You've got to be allowed a little bit of excitement About what could lie ahead surely Yeah there's still a lot of top quality sides Still left So can I take anything for granted We just need to ride our luck And hopefully we can continue doing what we're doing And I said to your guy when I, Before I come onto the show I would like to see us just playing a wee tad deeper at times. I just feel maybe we could we could maybe be getting caught short by playing this offside um, situation. Maybe just drop uh, a wee bit deep, a couple of yards, um, because some of the offside decisions, there was no really much in it, although they were offside. Um, in good quality European teams, we could get punished. So I'd just like to see that um, a wee bit um, brought into the game, if that makes sense. John, if I could just contradict something that you said and uh, invite you to agree or disagree with me. I don't think Rangers are riding their luck. I think if you score nine goals in a game and a half, uh, or rather two games and a half, uh, against Borussia Dortmund and Red Star, I don't think you're riding your luck. I I think you're just... Mm. Sweeping all before you at the moment oh, Well fair enough Good point you um, When I say riding a lot I'm not I'm, I'm not here to be uh, Criticising Rangers by any matter of means What I'm saying when I'm saying riding your luck Things like maybe coming off the bar Alan McGregor pulling off World class saves um, Things like that and, and as I say when we're riding a luck Football is all about getting a wee bit of luck On your side as well So I think we've really got to look at that and, and as I say We go over to the away game next week And you touched on earlier on Rangers are well capable Of going over there And hopefully getting a goal Early doors and kill the tie That would be absolutely brilliant Yeah Simon I, you, you get where John's coming from If always The word if Does a lot of heavy lifting Especially in this show People come on and say If this had happened And if that had happened The fact remain Rangers won 3-0 So can't take anything away from that yeah. I wonder if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is conscious of the fact that you know you're talking about a couple of centimetres here, and and the scoreline does look very different, were there warning signs last night? 
I don't think there's warning signs as such. I think maybe John's touching on they might need a wee bit of luck as they progress. They, they look as if they're, they're on their way to the quarterfinals. They might need a wee bit of luck between now and wherever they want to, to go in this tournament. But Hugh's right. I mean, particularly Dortmund game away from home, you expect a bit of a siege at times. It never came. The only the only spell in that two-leg tie that I can really think Dortmund are coming back into it was just before half-time at Ibrox. In the second leg, uh, yeah. And that was killed with the Tavernier goal right after half-time. Last night, yeah... You're in the, the final 16 of Europe You're up against good teams They're going to put you under pressure It's not going to be like domestically Nine times out of ten people behind the ball Trying to nullify you So yeah Decisions like that last night Yeah, you're going to get them Against good opposition But the decisions were right last night And I don't think that's riding your luck as such Because you've got the advantage of VAR in that tournament as well I think Rangers have been pretty dominant in the, in the in the tie and a half the last Dortmund and then Red Star. Mm. I think also the other bigger picture for all teams to acknowledge is that if and I have to keep on saying if because we don't have a when if VAR comes in here to our domestic football people will have to get used to that level of forensic examination. You know, you you're looking. I still think the penalty. That Rangers got was a generous decision. The offsides against Red Star are offside, but people are you know the, the argument is it was only offside by a little uh, sorry letter of the law time and the VAR is about forensic mm. examination. Yeah, it certainly at the start it was it was a very stop start because of that, wasn't it? There were so many um, moments at, at the beginning of the game, but Rangers obviously would be delighted with the the outcome on most of them. Uh, John, how important was the penalty save? Penalty save was absolutely massive because it could have changed the game. Obviously, going into three-one, they might have got the, a wee bit of lift on the back of that. But touching on just what Hugh said there, um, just quickly um, about the penalty, I don't think there was any kind of matter to basically say it was a bit. Oh, it was a bit dubious. The guy stuck his leg out. He caught Kent. A stonewall penalty, that's the rules. If you kick someone, the ball's moving away from a bit. He looked as if he was maybe staggering to fall. As soon as he moved the ball away and the guys came in and kicked him, it's an absolute penalty. There's no if, buts, or maybe's. That's stonewall, John. I mean, listen, I, I, with the, the Scottish coefficient hat on and all the rest of it, good. Glad it was given. Rangers will go through. The coefficient keeps rising, all the rest of it. But stonewall. Absolutely, a stone wall. He kicked him. There was contact. Is that not what it is? If you're contact and there's a kick in the box, yeah. or outside I, the box, it's a free kick. All For I me, can it's a say, penalty, and all, it was great. All I can say, John, if Celtic get that penalty against you at Ibrox on the 3rd of April. John will phone up and say, I, I, I just don't really understand. Yes, I, I do not think you will take it philosophically, John. Okay, Simon, these things are. Not as important If Celtic now, get Ibrox would be a stonewaller you, you get it It's it's, it's, listen, it's it's not a huge deal In the context of the no, game listen, So let's not Let's not turn it into that yeah. But To be fair I saw lots of Rangers fans Lots of big Rangers fans On social media last night um, Who wouldn't go quite as far As to say that it was stonewall No but As John says There's contact And if it's my team Or if I'm, playing, I'm, I'm looking for it I'm looking for it And obviously again With the Advantage of Val, they take it back and they have a look. Whether it's enough to take him down, there's contact. So you look for the penalty. Striker. Well, typical striker, honestly. Uh, how good was the penalty save, Hugh? I mean, any penalty save has to be good because the, yeah. the odds are very much in the, the taker's favour. 
but particularly the the way that he went about it again. It it gets the ground going in such a way that it's an, an invaluable save. Uh, the guy, Alan McGregor, has had awful moments this season, and we all know where they have occurred. Uh, but he periodically provides a world-class display and I thought last night a 40-year-old man delivered a world-class display if this is his swan song then he's going out on potentially an unbelievable high there's also to flip that on its head Simon there's a tendency that <clears throat> any penalty that saved people say oh it's, it's not a great penalty that was struck well it looked like it was heading yep. right for the corner yep. and that that underlines how good the save was, doesn't it? Definitely a strong hand makes sure it gets away and he's not parrying it into the net. He's he's a top class goalkeeper. I've worked with Griggs years ago at Dunfermline. I played against him with part he's, he's he's been time and time again for Rangers. He's a victim of his own high quality, you know, in terms of this season mistakes because it's unusual for him. It's unusual. But he showed last night, I can recall a couple of good saves in the Dortmund game, even the Celtic game recently. He had a couple of good saves in that first half. Mm. You know, when you're thinking Celtic had to get the second. He, he, he's a top-notch goalkeeper and uh, he showed that it last night. Some man to replace. I didn't have a decision to make. I know how, how important he can be in the, for the team. And uh, today he showed that, you know, with a great save with the, with the, with the penalty, but also some crucial saves again in, in Europe, which he, which he has made. So uh, I'm, more, I'm very pleased for, for Alan. And uh, you know he's part of the team, and uh, we 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 win together, we we lose together. So uh, you know I have full confidence in him, I have full confidence in my squad, and uh, we just have to continue and make sure, you know, we we show the same spirit we showed today and character in the in the remainder of the the games we we're gonna play. Got Mark, who's a Rangers fan. How would you sum up last night, Mark? Uh, magnificent guys, magnificent. Um, a couple of points. Um, can't believe I'm saying this. First of all, in terms of who's left in the tournament, there's, there's nobody that we should fear. There's nobody there we cannot beat. I look at Braga, Porto, West Ham, Barcelona, 0-0 with Galatasaray at home. There's nobody that we should fear. Um, but my, my two questions to Hugh and to Simon are, number one, if, and this, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, uh, but it goes with how well we've played this year in Europe. If Rangers were to go on and win the Europa League, would that supersede winning the Premier League title this season? And my second question is, would it also, it's 50 years this year since we won the Cup Winners' Cup, it's 150 years this year, anniversary, so would this be the, the greatest day in our history? I think for a Scottish club in this day and age to win a European trophy, uh, I think it would supersede the league. Uh, because that's a the, the domestic bragging rights that that's what makes our world go round. I understand that. However, for a Scottish club to win a European trophy now, in a world of such imbalance in terms of budgets, I think it would be a phenomenal achievement. I I I know that fans get emotional. Mark, uh, you had your big uh, celebration last weekend. Uh, I know you get emotional about the, the, the win in Barcelona. I know you get emotional about the 150 years. But I don't think that these things move you closer to the winning of a competition in Europe more than the fact that 
The goalkeeper is from a different <clears> level. The manager is handling it all exceptionally well. Morelos in Europe has come alive like nobody. And all over the park, throughout the team, there are players that you can hang your hat on. And that's what I'd be basing my claim on. And my claim is simply that of all the teams left in the competition, Rangers have as good a chance of winning it as any of them, Barcelona included. Mark would accept it's a big hypothetical, Simon. There's a lot of football still to be played, etc., etc. You th- you always throw that disclaimer in. But as Hugh says, given the way modern football is now and the way it's money in, in the bigger leagues, <clears throat> let's not forget Rangers were odds-on favourites to win the Scottish Premiership. They're certainly yeah. not odds-on favourites at the start of the season to win the, the Europa League. So those are two very different challenges, aren't they? Of course it is. Uh, and you look at some of the, the teams that are left... And the team that they put out, Borussia Dortmund, who were tucked, tucked in behind Bayern Munich in the, the Bundesliga. I think, you know, you have to admire what they achieved 50 years ago. Uh, but I do believe with what Hugh was saying, the financial difference as well. I, I don't know the situation with Red Star Belgrade, let's say, but Dortmund, you've got Barcelona, West Ham, Seville, these teams, they're big, big clubs, you know, and a lot of money behind them, backed well. So yeah, it would be a, it'd be a huge achievement for I, Rangers. Just quickly on Galatasaray that Mark mentioned, uh-huh. can you think of any other teams that have drawn with Barcelona and St Johnson in the same season? <laughs> <laughs> there can't be no. many, surely. I think I read somewhere as well there was eight or nine of the team that drew with St Johnson yeah. played in that Unbelievable. game. Unbelievable, yeah. But listen, Mark's point. I was working in this racket as a, a younger reporter fifty years ago when Rangers went to Barcelona and won the competition there. I know, I can remember that there was not the same disparity that you find now. Nothing like it. Well their clubs were making regular European yeah. I mean, latter the, stages yeah, appearances then. Five years earlier, Celtic had won the European Cup, first British club to do so. Three years after winning it, they were in another final uh, against Feyenoord. Uh, Rangers in 72 then win a European trophy the same as Celtic the world was a much more egalitarian place clubs were equal then even more recent times with with Dundee United and and Aberdeen in the the 80s but for a Scottish club in 2022 to win a European trophy it would be a Phenomenal achievement Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is listening Shouting at the radio saying but This this tie's not even done yet Let's cool the talk of of uh, winning it Mark, what <laughs> what stood out for you last night? Just uh, what stood out for me is they can't, put, they can't turn this on in this country That's the problem We could end up <laughs> The way it's going we, we, we could end up going to Dundee and being rotten So I, I, the mindset seems to be um, Let's go for Europe I, I don't know um, just, just one other point I wanted to, wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Are we in a position this year where both Rangers and Celtic have got managers that are unsackable by, if they don't win the league? I, I don't remember a time where there's a close title race or any title race, but the loser usually can his job can be in jeopardy. But are we in a position now where neither manager is sackable? Good question. Yeah, well, well I'll give you what I hope will be a good answer. Uh, if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst finishes second... Uh, but wins a European trophy, then <laughs> on what mm. grounds would you sack him? Ange Postacoglu, I think, uh, is unsackable right now because Ange Postacoglu has pulled Celtic together again from the ashes of the season before 
Ange Postacoglu has performed wonders for Celtic and even if he finishes second I would think there is no basis to get rid of Ange Postacoglu if he wins the title they'll be building a statue of him outside Simon it's an interesting way that, that Mark puts it there usually has to be Good guy, bad guy In, in, in Glasgow yeah. One's up there <laughs> One's down there um, And I'm sure The one that doesn't win it Will get a bit of stick Maybe particularly If it's Rangers Because they were the champions And they were ahead When yep. Giovanni Van Bronckers Took over However um, They're both in a pretty good place At the moment And there's only a few weeks left Yeah It's, it's an unusual situation Because as you say One's normally uh, Affecting the other one The title race is still Well and truly open I think Ange's turned it round It's incredible what he's done at Celtic in the, in the period of time he's been there Van Bronckhurst has been at Rangers even less uh, He's found himself come in and, and the lead domestically has been whittled away But what they're doing in Europe Has kept the momentum going of what he's trying to do in the job So it's an unusual situation But as you say, both at the moment are doing good jobs 01419511025 It's the perfect time to call You could be up next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter at ClydeSSB John is an East Bride What's your point tonight John? Good evening gentlemen Good evening What a great result for Rangers last night And I'm a Celtic supporter Um, Because it keeps the coefficient going One wee point Watching the game last night, um, when Alan McGregor made the save, should it not have been retaken because he was a yard off the line before the guy struck the ball? Both feet were off the line. Oh, why they were? Only one foot off the line. Is, no, both feet. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, just to clarify, you think both feet were off the line when the the penalty oh, was definitely. struck? Oh, he was about a yard out for the line when he saved it. Simon. I don't think so I don't oh, think Simon, come on Well, I, I watched the highlights today And for some reason I Actually, one of the replays was on that side And I don't know why I was looking at Griggs' feet But I, th- I thought it had one foot on As he, as he, as he goes to make the save Trailing leg I thought I, so It certainly, certainly wasn't a yard off the line Thank you because um, John's right in the sense that By the time the ball reaches his gloves If you like You know, yeah. he's, he's his body is forward But you'll have seen the replays What did you make of him? Uh, no, I, I don't think John's got a case For saying there should have been a retake um, I know that John Is looking for a moment of consolation In all of this But I don't think you're looking in the right place John uh, I, I put it down as just a terrific save And you'd be happy to see Joe Hart do the same No, no, I'm not arguing um, better to Yes save you no. are <laughs> No, no, I'm trying to make a point to you. Um, if, if he's off the line, it should have been retaken. Nobody seen me, but same with the penalty when Kent went, nobody shouted for a penalty. No, uh, no, there's, there's somebody's been either right, a caller earlier on says he kicked Kent. See, if you look at that closely enough, Kent kicks the defender. So, how could it not have been a free kick? Well, uh, I've said two or three times uh, so far since six o'clock. John, that I think the penalty was a very generous decision. However, um, I, 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 coming back to Alan McGregor, I do not think that both his feet are off the line when the ball is struck. Uh, I don't think he was 
anything like a yard off his line uh, and you know you, you've come on and said it was a good result for Rangers and it helps the coefficient so you'll just mm. have to put up with that as well I assume Simon goals come under the you know the, the remit of VAR just because you don't hear anything about it I'm, I'm assuming they look at these things ah yeah they, they look at things and listen a lot of VAR alike there's a lot of VAR that frustrates me as well sometimes you know the game's flowing on and then they're obviously getting a voice from the VAR box and they have to drag it back and look at it so yeah it doesn't make it more a penalty or less a penalty if they haven't appealed at the time if that makes sense somebody's overlooking that you know it's part of their job as VAR and as much as sometimes when a goal's went in it's frustrated the life out of me because they've pulled it back for a foul over here or somebody's offside affecting play You sure John? One last chance to change your mind the guys you've not managed to win them over No Get Mrs. Kevins to play back when Hugh gets in <laughs> And you'll see that You'll go Cricky John was right <laughs> Hugh I've got it here for you I've paused it as best as I can You can yeah. shuffle around to my side of the desk Yeah but I mean it, Yeah He's definitely at one foot on the line Yeah um, You know As I say uh, Mrs. Kevins is away for the weekend incidentally So uh, Oh empty Yeah <laughs> Wow um, uh, What are you getting up to? So That's none of your business <laughs> I don't so, actually want to know now that no, I think no, about it. But uh, as I say, John was generous in his assessment. It was a good result for Rangers, good for the coefficient. Uh, and I agree with John. I think the penalty was generous in the extreme. But uh, there's no case to be answered where Alan McGregor and the penalty save are concerned. I'll have to agree to disagree, John. I'm afraid Alan is a Rangers fan on the line. What did you make of it last night, Alan? I think John should be looking at his sick bag. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good evening boys How's it going? A question for Hugh Yes sir Hugh You've been a worldwide uh, Respected journalism and football Journalist and football What do you think If And it's a big if Rangers happen to win the Europa League What do you think it would do for Scottish football? I just can't believe you said he's worldwide respected uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Apart yeah. from that Worldwide annoyance Um Obviously, first and foremost, it, it would be a tremendous achievement for Rangers. Secondly, it would reflect well on Scottish football because we are dismissed uh, in terms of the highest echelons of the game, the Champions League, the uh, Europa League, whatever. Uh, as a country, we are now dismissed. Uh, so it would be a tremendous boost for the country, but primarily be a boost for Rangers. They've made the last 16 of Europe the last three seasons. In the first of those three seasons, Celtic beat them easily for the league title. In the second of those three seasons, Rangers beat Celtic easily for the league title. And now here they are, second to Celtic in the league at the moment, but again in the last 16, and I think with one foot firmly planted in the last eight. So all credit to them, and if they win, the credit will go in this order. Credit to Rangers, number two, credit to Scottish football. Do you think it's done, Alan? How much work is still to be completed? How confident are you that Rangers are through after last night? Gordon, it's not done. It's never done to the fat lady sings, as you, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're in a great position. They're in a fantastic position. I feel as though they'll be able to score against Red Star over there. And I think if they get the one goal over there, I think then it'll be unanimous. They'll be through to the last eight. 
Who impressed you last night, Alan? Who are the, the big men on these occasions? Well, we've just spoken about Alan McGregor, haven't we? Um, any, yeah, I thought anyone Balogun, else? Was, Balogun was outstanding. Kent and Morelis in Europe are a different kettle of fish. A real different kettle of fish. Everybody played their part. McGregor, a few weeks ago, I was like most people saying, oh, McGregor should be dropped for his errors in Ross County and Motherwell. But honestly, that man just he defies, he defies everything. Eating humble pie on that one? Do you take it all back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, humble pie. Yeah. I apologise to Alan McGregor for everything I said about him in the pub. <laughs> a public apology uh, from one Alan to another. Public house apology? Uh, with. McGregor, Morelos um, It's becoming predictable Almost Simon th- How important they are On these European nights But for Alan to mention Other guys like Leon Balogun How important is the The third goal last night? It's massive Because You know that team Showed the threat With the goals That were just offside They showed that they've got A degree of quality that No doubt they have that In the last 16 To get that goal Just after half time 3-0 As Hugh says There was another one Cleared off the line Three, three nils I know Alan's been Cautious But I don't think They'll pick that back so I, at, at two I think you're a risk At three yeah. I think you have the Psychological upper hand And they think <clears throat> They're a risk Red star um, Brio Van Bosburst <laughs> Is on Twitter And I think we've got To the bottom of it Hugh He sent me a picture um, of the penalty being taken And Alan McGregor is almost in the edge of his six yard box I think it's the magic of Photoshop yeah. Which you can't do on the Nokia So we'll leave that there And there's also some very interesting speculation uh, From Gio Van Sunis About what you're going to be doing at your empty uh, tonight But I really I, I, you, can't, you can't say Even by my standards And I like to sometimes I mean it's Friday night I feel like we could we could Push the limits a bit But I think well, We'll have to leave it We'll need to I'm pretty sure we can't do that On a family show Thank you to Alan and Crawford It's time already What a fast hour that's been Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football What a way to finish the week By a victory on Beat the Pundit You can dine out On the bragging rights All weekend And remember all this week, just for taking part, we're giving you tickets to Bunkered Live at the SEC next Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Tonight is your last chance to win them. You're a keen golfer, Simon. Yep. You'd like, you can't win them, unfortunately, but you would be lucky if you did because it's Europe's top golf show. It's got golf challenges, lots of stuff to buy, all the big brands like Titleist, Footjoy, Ping and more. There's lots of early season golf offers to get out and play. Driving ranges All the rest of it So you will get tickets For you and three others Just for taking part tonight And under 16s go free So you can take the family As well I know you really Are in it for the sign ball But this might uh, Give you an extra incentive To pick up the phone 01419511025 And the calls must be in By 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here Hugh, I'm sure the Clyde One news was great and Really interesting But I just was distracted Twitter has it's absolutely oh. exploded With speculation <laughs> about what you're up to in your empty Gio Van Sunis has caused all sorts of trouble oh. uh, Gio Van Sunis, Do you know I just had to spend the, the news there Educating Hugh as to who that is That you've tweeted Suggesting <laughs> that he's coming round to visit tonight That's all, that's all I'm going to go I, I, can't, I can't say any more on this family show And let's just say um, I've not seen that expression on his face ever before And I never want to see it again Anyway, it's time for this 
Goal flashes. Oh, look at that. You've got me pressing the wrong button and everything. Here. I'm all off here. I'm all distracted. <laughs> Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, beat the pundit time Let's see what we've got tonight Gordon Deal lost again last night Oh, I night. heard it, I heard To it. be fair, contestant was good Really good The highlight of the whole show Was Gordon picking the Rangers team Before the game started Where at one point I think he had 13 players <laughs> At least, and the rest um, He was well beaten last night But the contestant was very good Paul is in Greenock tonight Do you fancy your chances of being very good, Paul? Not particularly, to be honest <laughs> Love that I love the bravery to just like I'm, I'm not even going to be any good at this But I'll come on anyway uh, are you a golf? I'm just here for the bunker ticket Yes I knew it Paul ah. Brilliant uh, <laughs> It was very popular tonight um, So no matter what happens And beat the pundit You are off to bunker live anyway Does that sound good? That sounds lovely good Thank stuff. you very maybe much Maybe see you down there I'm sure Gordon DL will certainly be there Trying to get himself uh, a bargain Or a freebie more than likely Paul I will toss this coin If it's heads You will play Hugh Keevans If I can get the coin there we are And if it's tails It will be Simon Donnelly and it is tails Simon up against Paul from Greenock. You're on a bit of a winning run, are you not? Am I? But I always feel a little bit of pressure in this. Right. Okay. Uh, well, we'll give you some Clyde too, so that you can't hear the answers. Paul, thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can. If you don't know, pass, and we'll move on to the next one. All right. Okay. Thank you. Nice one. Thirty seconds then, and your time starts now. Name either player who came on as a sub for Rangers last night. Pass. Uh, which American club did Patrick Clamalla join after leaving Celtic? Uh, Miami. How many Scottish clubs has Derek McInnes managed? Two. Name the only current Scottish Premiership club Dick Campbell has managed. Um, Ross County. Who's got more Scotland caps, Stephen O'Donnell or Scott McTominay? Stephen O'Donnell. Which SPFL team play their home games at Fourth Bank? What was the question, sorry? Which, SPF, which team in the SPFL, which Scottish team play their home games at Fourth Bank Stadium? Fourth Bank. Um, Edinburgh City. Okay, let's bring Simon back. Simon, have you got us? Yes, yes. 30 seconds then. Same set of questions to you. Your time starts now. Name either player who came on as sub for Rangers last night. Oh. Pass. Which American club did Patrick Clamalla join after leaving Celtic? New York. How many Scottish clubs has Derek McInnes managed? Three. Name the only current Scottish Premiership club that Dick Campbell has managed. Uh, I should know it. Pass. Who's got more Scotland caps, Stephen O'Donnell or Scott McTominay? McTominay. Okay, okay, okay. Poor, poor, poor. What do you think, Paul? I think it's a one-each draw. Maybe you've been <laughs> <to> one. <laughs> Wasn't a classic. Let's find out. Either player who came on for Rangers last night, Hugh. Would you care to take a guess? I've forgotten. Sakala or Sands? Oh, Sakala. Yeah, none of you got it. Patrick Clamalla joined New York Red Bulls. Are we giving that to Simon? I mean, he hedged his bets. There's two teams in New York, and he just he's shaking his head. What a harsh school this is. <sighs> Is that my what point? Harsh is that my is. point? <laughs> not getting it uh, Still Nothing nil nil How many Scottish clubs Has Derek McInnes managed? St Johnston, Aberdeen And Kilmarnock Paul you missed one out So Simon goes one in front Dick Campbell though Has managed Ross County Paul well done Ross You equalised It's one all And it comes down really To this 50-50 then Who's got more Scotland caps? Stephen O'Donnell Or Scott McTominay You went McTominay Simon Paul went Stephen O'Donnell There's only four in it In favour 
Of Scott McTominay He's got oh. 28 To Stephen O'Donnell's 24 You have one chance To equalise Paul Because Simon didn't get oh. Any further And you did Which SPFL team Play their home games At 4th Bank Stadium You said Edinburgh City The answer Is Sterling Albion Hard lines Paul He's done you by one Okay At least I don't get a zero you did, Exactly You didn't get a zero And you're going to Bunker live That must sound good Yep, thank you very much. Good Friday night for Paul and Greenock. Thank you to Paul. Thanks for taking part. Uh, that was the end of the road on those bunkered live tickets. We enjoyed giving them away. Uh, remember, you still can uh, get your hands on them yourself. You can pre order at bunkerlive.com. You'll get over £140 worth of discounts to spend at the show. It was good fun giving them away, though. I enjoyed that. They all count. Not pretty. Listen, I think that's me grinded out more than 1 2 1. <laughs> at least. Too. Yeah, I don't want to be too harsh on you, but I do feel like you are the grinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. That that's your new nickname. You're the you're the win ugly Cliff pundit. Thorburn. You really are the win ugly pundit. I must admit, because Gordon Diello will be shouting at his radio because I think he got four last night and still, still lost. Um, but anyway, thank you to Paul and Greenock. Thanks to Simon for taking part. You've still got an hour to get your calls in. Maybe a bit less than that now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. And we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB I'm sure there's still loads more To be said on Rangers As you would expect After a night like last night If you want to change the subject though If you're feeling left out And you want to speak About your team Please do pick up uh, That phone In fact Stevie's done that Stevie's a Celtic fan What's on your mind tonight Stevie? No very good evening to you Gordon Hugh and Simon Good Hi. evening to the lot you lads Hello Stevie Hi Stevie Well A Celtic man as you know I'm Mark Hugh and I've told you many a story on many occasions. But let me just be honest here and up front. Yes, I'm a Celtic man. But can I please take my hat off to Rangers? Absolute outstanding. What they've done to Borussia Dortmund and what they've done last night, they have got to be you, as you say, there or thereabouts near this final. Which takes me on to my next point, you. And you were wrong. Everybody can be right all the time. You said Rangers wouldn't lose a point. Celtic took the points from them. And I still stick by my point, who I said to you a few weeks ago. Celtic will go on now and win that league. by A small amount of points. And it's down to Rangers progressing in Europe because they won't be able to do both progress in Europe and, to me, win the Premier League. So what do you mean? So Celtic will only win the league because Rangers are still in Europe? You're not giving your own team a bit more credit? No, wait a minute. Celtic are playing well now. Their manager, who, let's be honest, we didn't know nothing about, has got Celtic, as Hugh says, they were down in the dumps, and he has got them playing good football. So I say Celtic will win the league, but it's down to Rangers progressing in Europe. The league, I think, would have been a lot tighter if both teams were out of Europe. It's pretty tight, is it? As Hugh, this reminds me of this tweet from APTRM80. It says, Fun Friday, would Celtic <laughs> fans happily accept Rangers winning the Europa League if it guaranteed the league title? And would Rangers fans also accept this? That'll keep us going till three in the well, morning. Let, let me just correct Stevie in, in one thing that I he said. you were going to say this. You yeah. didn't say they wouldn't lose a point. But you were wrong anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. move past that. Happily. Uh, but I do not think And this is what caused the, the gentleman on Tuesday To call me a puppet for Rangers But <laughs> I forgot I'll, about that That was magnificent I'll, I must I'll, say I'll have to maintain my stance here Just quickly Have you been getting reminded of that all week By be, any chance It before, just feels like the type of phrase that would stick Before I get home 
the Nokia burst into life and it's an old pal of mine from the newspaper business and he just sent me a message Simon saying you're a puppet did you hear this Simon? <laughs> I heard his defence I was actually I think I dropped one of the boys at football and I was in the car nothing but a I Rangers heard, puppet yes you. I heard Hugh's so, defence uh, uh, at the risk of having the caller come back on again I do not believe that Rangers being in Europe disadvantages them in terms of the league I do believe that results and performances of the type that Rangers delivered last night can only enhance confidence Celtic last weekend at Livingston really looked the part again they acknowledged the fact that they were playing on a pitch where they for four seasons have come to nothing but grief I thought the performance was outstanding. I thought that they outlived Livingston in their approach to the game. And they've had the week of uh, relaxation now. And what will be will be with Celtic uh, at Tannadice in the Cup on Monday night. Ross County at home thereafter in the league. But I do not believe and cannot accept that because Rangers are still in the European competition in which they are excelling I cannot believe that this m- minimises their chances of winning the league. What's your take on it, Simon? As a player, I think results like last night, you want the weekend to come about. You're, you're 10 feet tall. You've had a great result in Europe again. You're feeling good. The momentum's there. And I know I'm going against everything from the first game against Dortmund where Rangers won and you think they're going to take that into the and they, and they slipped up against Dundee United. We all get it wrong. A, a, a few weeks ago, I thought Rangers and Celtic would motor towards the end and it would be the two games between them. We proved wrong with that, with both dropping points. But I'm of the feeling, if I'm a player, I want to, you want to win every game. Rangers and Celtic, you want to win every game. And the boost that you get from performances like that in Europe against a really good Dortmund side, they're in against Red Star Belgrade, I'm bouncing into the next game. And I know that has, I know I'm kind of not contradicting myself because the results haven't reflected that, but I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. I think that gives Rangers a boost of confidence going into the weekend and the eight games left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, certainly now, Hugh, Rangers go, you know, it's Sunday afternoon, Dundee in the Cup. Um, you are backing Rangers to get through. You think they're, they're in a great position to do so. So do you, do you still extend that to, you know, whether it's the next round? And given the, I'm trying to given the choice specifically for the league game, you you would would you not rather go into that not having had a a big game in Europe on the Thursday if you if you were if you were focused solely in the league? Well, I think if you knock out Red Star in Belgrade, uh, you will carry on once you get back to whoever it is they're playing. Uh, I, I said to you before the the tie last night that Rangers' approach to Europe had to be. Fear no one but respect everyone And I think that has to be their approach to domestic football as well Because they have dropped very clumsy points And I said last week about the Aberdeen game Scruffy goal, scruffy performance, tidy result And that's the approach now for Celtic and Rangers They they, they cannot be too picky when it comes to performances They, They have got to get the results now but I do not believe, if I am being asked to believe that with eight league <clears throat> games to go, are Celtic 
in a better position because Rangers are in Europe. I don't accept that. Celtic have to look after their business mm. and Rangers have to look after their business as well. It'll be a hugely exciting time, Simon. For instance, the if like you guys imagine Rangers get through, the second leg of the quarter final will Take place on the <clears throat> Thursday night And then that weekend Will be the Scottish Cup semi-final yep. So we talk about business End of the season If Rangers can get there Which all the fans Are phoning tonight Will hope so Get past Dundee And if they then Finish the job Against Sparta Prague After the second leg Of that quarter final It'll be straight back To a Scottish Cup semi, semi that, that That's <clears throat> the level Of balancing act You're going to need to do At this time of the season But then that's the level of Oh it's, a, know, good, it's the, a great the, thing the clubs, It's not, it's not a problem Celtic Rangers That's the level of the clubs Yeah it's Listen, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I think Celtic fans would have wanted Celtic to go as far as they could in that that tournament. They get knocked out with Bodo Glimt. Uh, then it's looked upon, oh well, we've got more time to rest. Then you go against that, as I say, with Rangers coming back and, and, and dropping points at Tannadice. It's it's who holds on nerve now, particularly in the league. You know, games will go different ways and. I've been at Celtic Park covering games where it's been tight. I think uh, Dundee, Dundee United. You can feel the tension going onto the pitch from the from the crowd. It's going to intensify more and more as these eight games get whittled down. But that's, as you say, the business end. It's it's an exciting end, uh, and it's who holds the nerve. One man who's in no doubt about it being the business end of the season Celtic goalkeeper Joe Hart says he's loving every minute of being a Celtic player And thinks the end of the campaign will be particularly exciting I just love playing football Love being involved in um, in competitions, latter end Love being uh, part of this group that I'm part of right now And I include the, the fans in that group Because we, you know, away games are, are a lot of fun at this club As well as home games So, um, But they're only fun when we perform When we, you know, and, and I'd say the majority of the time we've really showed up this year, even in results, even in games that we haven't won, I think we've we've had strong showings. Um, and so that consistency uh, is something that I'm enjoying being being a part of and, and I'm hoping to continue. Deep down at the bottom of it, I'm just a guy who loves to play football, uh, would play it in front of nobody. So the fact that we get the opportunity to do it uh, when you know there's a lot on the line, uh, under, as you say, under the lights, good atmosphere, uh, tough team, it's, it's going to be a good night, hopefully. Very exciting times ahead We're already talking about Scottish Cup semis And Europa League quarterfinals Is it all happening uh, We've got big cup games this weekend I'm sure you Rangers fans aren't done uh, Looking back on last night Thank you to Stevie Who's a Celtic fan John is a Rangers fan And he is coming up next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Simon Donnelly are here John is hanging on the line I will quickly give this question to Hugh and Simon Then we'll get John on So Mark Rennie has sent the question uh, in tonight Full time at Clyde1.com Mark wants to know Very straightforward question Who are the eight highest scoring players in Old Firm games? Now I'm assuming these are sort of post-war won't they be? It won't be, we, won't yeah. be going, we won't be going back to your early 20s Hugh no, It's no, post-war no. So uh, Mark Rennie says name the eight highest scoring players in old firm games Alan Christ He's top of the tree Simon Henrik Larson Oh he's still, oh, he's he's still he's the easy ones I've, I've written those two down Okay you can get Listen there's only six to go We'll get them before the end of the show John is a Rangers fan <laughs> What did you take away from last night John? It was quite something wasn't it? It was First of all Gordon who, When were we playing Sparta Prague? Sorry? You said to Simon there by the Rangers get beat by Sparta Prague. 
we didn't play. We were playing restaurant Belgrade. I think oh. that was last year. So, so why did it, the Rangers got beat? No, oh, like John, it might, it might well have happened. Listen, slip, slip of the tongue. It's an occupational hazard. Yeah, it may well have uh, happened. I don't know. So just so, first of all, crazy twenty minutes. Total crazy twenty minutes. And that's what we're going to have to deal with next season when VAR comes in now. Simon, uh, Simon, yes. I, I sat right. Uh, Simon and I sat right in line with eighteen yard bolts. And I'll tell you what, I thought Kent had overran the ball. Right, having seen it in hindsight, Hugh, the same against Dortmund, VAR seen it. We didn't see it with the naked eye. Didn't see it with the naked eye. The guy kicked him. There's no doubt about it. You can say it's soft penalty. The Dortmund must have been a soft penalty, I know then. In your eyes, you you sound as if you really enjoyed last night because you want to pick up Gordon on a slip of the tongue <laughs> and you want to give me your interpretation of the penalty. Uh, Dortmund one was more obvious than last night, John, was it not? Yeah. No, uh, can I say something? <laughs> Definitely a naked eye. This is what I'm trying to talk mm. about. This is where VAR comes into the, the situation. Nene is claimed for a penalty, and we're right. We, we've, I probably had a better view of the telly. Nene claimed for a penalty, but it took that long. Well, th- this is what we'll all have yeah. to get used to As I say Things will be examined in forensic detail If we ever get VAR in here And all fans of all clubs Will need to accept mm. that one night It will go for you And that the following Saturday or Sunday It will go against you So that that is the nature of VAR Yeah, it will take some getting used to Because John is admitting that he's a Rangers fan A big Rangers fan, Simon He was there, didn't claim for it Now you, you know what it's like in these nights you, you, You're claiming for everything um, Usually you do, yeah yeah. It's the nature of it I think it, Ryan Kent sort of threw his hands up a bit, didn't he? But other than that, there wasn't much But then when you see it back Yes, John's saying, you know, you're right, there is contact Whether it's, it's soft or not, whether it's a penalty or not Once you see these things back Once they get slowed down and zoomed in in different angles that There's always a chance Of course there is And then it's brought to the attention of the referee Who then has to make the decision And how many times... Have we seen a referee go over to the screens and, and, and not overturn it? So that was expected when that happened. But yeah, that's just what we're going to have to get used to if, if, if VAR comes in here. Uh, and as I said earlier in the show, if, if, if that's my team, I'm, I'm calling for it. You know, I want the penalty. Uh, John, listen, it's, it was very much in, in Rangers' favour though last night, wasn't it? You must be glad that it was there because those offside calls... Um, I was going to say they were close But to be fair The linesman did have his flag up on them all Didn't he So he sort of identified them right At the first instance But can I tell you I'll give, I'll give an example See the third goal The third goal We all stood for a second or two Before we celebrated Because we didn't know What was going to happen That's really? what fans all about And seriously Did that take a bit Did that take a bit away from it? But <clears throat> We didn't know Because you're like ah, What's going to ha- Is the ref going to blow What's he going to do You just don't know Because of that And also see their third goal Right in line with it. I didn't see that I'm right in line with it And I, I, I wasn't sure Whether it was outside or no And far as you were saying I sound as if I'm happy I'm just making a point This is what far's going yeah. to be like You're going to be I'm happy We're at half time here I keep my feet firmly on the ground I'm not talking about Going to finals Or going anywhere We just take a game at a time I went to turn my Thursday forum Into my Sunday thought Into Sunday I, I, I keep <clears> one game at a time And then we'll, we'll rock and roll don't get serious people were going to do this and going to do that. Listen, that team had the ball in the net three times last night. Bar, bar, and half side. This team are no mugs, and I think people should start realising that. 
And you go, would you go as far, John, as to say that in Sunday worries you more than than last night did, or, or close? How, how do you would you sum that comparison up? Last night was we've done my job. Not I mean I've seen better. Dortmund was better, but we've done my job. We won three nothing, maybe four. But quite remember what chances they had and they created. But they were on. They were playing on an knife edge. If you think about it, and. If it wasn't for VAR, maybe we could have been 3 each 4 3 Nobody knows, but that's what VAR's all about. Yeah, to be fair, Simon, on those offsides, though, as I, I mentioned to John, the flag actually did go up on them all, didn't it? Yeah. So they were or certainly the first two. Someone can uh, can remind me. But it's not like the goal was given no. and then VAR overruled it. The flag <clears> went up. They were, they were good spots by the assistant. Yeah, and that, listen, it's, it's really hard. As John highlights there With the naked eye It's hard to get these right All the time uh, Particularly when they're that tight That's why we're looking To bring VAR in Again going back to My frustration Sometimes with VAR You look at it And you can look at it And look at it again And you still can't You know They'll, they'll say it's offside There was one I think it was the Manchester Derby At the weekend It's so tight Whether it's on or off I've, I've actually seen it Go both ways yeah. Depending on who's looking you at it You just almost have to accept it Don't you When it's offside The good thing about the the debate, Hugh, is, is it won't go away For anyone who thinks that it takes the debate away It can't possibly And the Ryan Kent one's a great example of that Let's not get bogged down too much You think it was soft John says it was a penalty That's not important for the point I'm trying to make VR stepped in, gave the penalty There is at uh-huh. least still room there Can we at least all agree Some people might look at that And not think it was the correct decision Some people might look at it And think it was the correct one So this notion yeah. that... Um, it always gives you the correct outcome. But what's the correct outcome? It's still it's yeah. still a an opinion. It's still going to be someone who has to make a judgment call on it. Yeah, these are the rules by which we will have to live if VAR comes in here, um, and people just need to get used to it. It, it. As sure as can be, it will affect your team in a negative way and then in a positive way, and it will drive you up the pole. But if you want it in, you want the forensic examination of everything Then this is what you'll have to live with Absolutely Thank you to John John was at the game last night Had a good view of all the incidents It's 01419511025 on the phones Or it is at Clyde SSB on Twitter But honestly I, I can't even really bring myself to look at Twitter anymore It's just photoshopped pictures of Hugh <laughs> I've seen the last one In places that it shouldn't be Um <coughs> Listen, I'm as long just, as it I, keeps I'm them really happy. speechless here. It looks like it's going to be an eventful mm. weekend in the, the Keepins household. Absolutely. Well, whose phone is that? Not mine. Let's just say the one that someone's just sent me, I thought it was you and two Jim Duffy's that was uh, on oh, a. Oh, uh, Nokia's got what's happening. It's Mrs. Keepins. She's heard about these pictures. No, no, no. You're going to answer that live on it's air? My daughter in law. How long have <laughs> you been doing this show? Uh, oh. 30, well I've been here 37 years now Is it dawned on her that you're unavailable between 6 and 8 For well, the no, last no, to be fair, 35 she, years To be fair this is the one that lives in Brighton Is it a different time zone or something No no the, 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 My son and my Grandson listen um, But <laughs> She doesn't The women folk don't You've had a good week on technology though To tell everyone about your big breakthrough Because we know that you struggle Yeah yeah I, uh, I have to tell you this Simon you are aware that there's the, a census going on now And you can do it <laughs> online I filled in my census form uh, online This is me, a big triumph He actually texted me to tell me about this 
Some difference Because the, la- the the one you had to go to Bethlehem for Was a nightmare well, Exactly So at least you can just log have on you, these days Hugh, have you flown recently? No, not for a couple right, of years So you would, you would have A passenger locator form? Don't Please, no, 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 enough no. Listen, Enough the, the, One step at a time They are a nightmare The vaccine passport To get into Celtic Ferenc Varus Was enough for me Right <laughs> Anyway uh, Enough about Hugh's Struggles with technology These pictures honestly uh, Ollie is a Rangers fan from Motherwell A great part of the world Ollie what about last night? Um, I thought it was a great result obviously uh, Goops' great first leg Obviously we have to go away to uh, Their part It's a hostile environment But I didn't think it was a, a 3-0 game yesterday I thought we'd done our job Kind of Same point as the last caller um, But it obviously puts us in good stead For going through to the last eight And hopefully that's the case I do believe it will be it's funny how your eyes tell you one thing Maybe this means I'm just rotten at assessing football Simon, which people would probably agree with um, When I saw some stats back this morning I didn't realise that, that most of the stats were in uh, Red Star Belgrade's favour I, I, didn't, I, I knew they obviously had moments within the game I knew that 3-0 was maybe a bit, a bit generous But I didn't realise that, um, that there was quite so much for them to point to As, <clears> as, you know, as, as being in the game But if you're, if you're Ollie and you're the other Rangers fans You need... You, that that happens Let's look domestically How many stats Were in Rangers favour At Tannadice Or most whatever the, And they didn't win the game The most important stat It's in the top the left Of the screen start. And, and that's, that's We go back to I think it was another John saying about Riding your luck Maybe not riding your luck But The decisions have went their way Correct You know the offsides But again When you get to that stage The opposition are good It's a good level of opposition So I think Rangers fans should just enjoy the fact that they're three 0 up and looking very strong in the tie. Does that find, do you find some encouragement in that though, Ollie, that you've got players there that can can take advantage of those fine margins? So whether it's you know Morelos taking a chance that falls to him in the box, whether it's Ryan Kent being able to force a penalty, whether it's Alan McGregor with the the save, it just seems like so many big players step up on on these nights. Oh, uh, totally. Uh... Back that uh, Morelos and Kent I think Totally set up for A European night um, They always seem to Produce And show off What, what they're really capable of um, So we are a, we're Clinical last night And that's exactly What you want to do In these kinds of competitions To get to the latter stages Yeah the manager says Morelos was key to the game plan Says they built Their attacking game around him You saw He's, he's very important In our, in our, in our, in our game Because uh, Once he is uh, He's there. He's strong. He keeps the ball. Then, um, then we can uh, build a build from that as a, as a team. And uh, today he was he was really good. Scored a great goal. But also at times when we had to play long because they pressured us quite early, uh, he was very strong to keep the ball. And uh, you know, with the players we have around him and the dynamic and speed, you know, it gives us so much more. Uh, Rangers fans torn Simon between what was better, Morelos's goal or when he. Went shoulder to shoulder with the defender and nearly sent him halfway down Paisley Road West. He's just got that knack, doesn't he, of putting his body in the right place at the right time. He's strong, he's physical. Uh, but m- most importantly, and I think you spoke about it, Van Bronckhurst seems to be getting, whether it's just a new voice in there, getting him further back up the pitch, whatever it's been, he looks more back to himself. You know, the, he looks at a real threat. Over the course of the same season, Simon, the same season, Steven Gerrard... Criticised Alfredo Morelos And said his Goal to game <coughs> Ratio Was not good enough What was that for, 5 and 15 at one point yeah, I think wasn't it Rings uh, a bell For a Rangers striker Gerard left for Aston Villa 
Van Bronckhurst has come in And Morelos is different physically He was looking a little chunky In the, the early part of the season He now looks A finely honed specimen And the goals are there And the European goals Up to 32 now uh, That's a phenomenal return Ollie, when you mentioned the moments that Red Star Belgrade had last night, does that how much does that worry you for the second leg? How, how confident are you that Rangers can go through from here? I'm very confident that they will go through. I do think that they will pose a threat and they will carry a threat a couple of times. Obviously, the offsides it was that direct and behind, so I think you need to watch out for that. But I think Rangers will get a chance, and if they put it away, then the game will be go to bed. I think Simon clearly there is. Scope for, for Red Star To score they, they showed what an attacking threat But then they also showed The Rangers could score again Didn't they yeah. o- Off the ball They were Maybe not not brilliant but Is that Ranger, fair? Rangers themselves Have showed that they can Go away from home They get four in the last round Regardless you know, of who it is yeah. I think and, and Even in the last two or three seasons A lot of Rangers Best games have been in Europe mm. uh, I, I, I think they should go And approach here I'm not telling Van Bronckhorst How to do his job But go out there And, and Gung ho is the wrong Term, but go there and play the way they played. They can score goals out there. They can so see, goals. In two and a half games against Borussia Dortmund and Red Star Belgrade, Rangers have scored nine goals. I mean, it's better than three a game. It's done the super scoreboard golden goals total yeah. and absolute. So turn. that's why I, most I repeat, importantly, they should go to Belgrade, get on the front foot as quickly as possible, get another goal, and. Subconsciously The Red Star players will think Thank you Good night Belgrade Ollie I'm looking for honesty here Have you Criticised Alan McGregor Or Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Recently And if so Do you feel Differently about them today I would say Partly his fault For the Celtic game As to why we get Beat so badly But Alan McGregor I thought He's cost us a few points But last night I thought Van Bronckhorst Got it spot on And McGregor Obviously the penalty save Was world class And a few other saves But very answered our critics of two of them Particularly Last night it was more about In-game tweaks for the manager Wasn't it Simon Because there was this period Where he was praised for the subs Against Dortmund Then criticised for the subs Domestically thereafter Last night not so much about the subs He made two I'm not <coughs> sure they were Hugely significant Maybe they did come at the right time But I think he changed formation Two or three times Within the game That's important isn't it To be able to identify those moments When maybe the tide's turning Especially against that level of opposition If he doesn't feel things are going the right way Uh, But again these things Can come back to bite you in the backside If the result doesn't go well The result went really well last night 3-0 I think recently the Rangers fans have To the turn of the year They're saying that he was sitting in When they were getting a lead And not going and and getting the second goal And killing the game He certainly can't say that In the last few games Particularly in Europe for for Rangers Ollie, it was good to speak to you Take care That was Ollie in Motherwell You two have got a bit of work to do On this teaser So Mark Rennie got in touch tonight Full time at Clyde1.com He says Can you name the eight highest scoring players in old firm games You've got the top two You're doing it in order You've gone McCoyston and Larson Exactly McCoyston Larson the show's Kenny Miller Yes he's. You're doing this in order Even more impressive 17 for McCoyst 11 for Larson 10 for Kenny Miller He happened to do it for both sides though Which yeah, is yeah. quite something I'll give you the old Codgers one Bobby Lennox No oh. I can't believe that's the one I, I thought you were a dead cert To give me the next one on the list as well Sutton No Ooh. Would you believe He's just Outside the top eight I think he's got seven goals In the fixture 
So everyone on this list has got eight or more. Do we add Bo Johnson's goals for Celtic against Rangers and Rangers against Celtic and he's on the list? You can do what you like with your addition, but he's not on the list. Right. John Hartson. He's also got seven in the fixture. Because I had a tweet in someone. Charlie Nicholas. Someone threw his name into the mix. Kieran Boyle thought John Hartson. Charlie Nick's got eight. Well done. Okay, you'll get the remaining four, I hope, next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You can still get in touch on the phones or Twitter. You two have got work to do on this teaser from Mark Rennie, who wants you to name the eight highest scoring players. In old firm games I did say it's probably post-war I don't think we're going uh, All the way back A few Interesting names You've got McCoyst Larson Miller And Nicholas Any more? Um, Moussa Dembele Seven as well oh. Brian McClear No Oh um. Struggling There's one I can't believe You've not got you You in particular Lubo No I see why you say that right enough I've maybe Steered you down the wrong path An old pal of yours Is there another member Frank McAvaney No Many old pals have you got Show No It's not Gordon Oh don't be daft Are you joking <laughs> me Yeah Celtic or Rangers player Rangers Now it helps If you're going to try and get Eight or more It helps if you can Get one of them when you're In a Your teenage years And gives you more time To get the rest what is happening here? Oh, Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. He's got nine. There we go. Three to get. So we'll get them before the end of the show. I'm absolutely certain of it. It was always going to happen. Last night was such a big night. You're going to spend most of the show on that. That's understandable. Uh, Hugh, we've actually got an Ayrshire derby tonight as yeah. well. That's a cracker because Kilmarnock really have to try and keep the pressure on at the top. Well, they've missed a few chances to go top of the table since uh, Derek McKinnis became the manager. Uh, our both top of the table not in action until tomorrow and they're away to Inverness so this is a Derek's chance but he's already been beaten by Air United uh, not so very long ago and Lee Bullen is having a very good run at the moment the Air United manager so they can take nothing for granted uh, Big weekend in the Scottish Cup I tried my best said to the Scottish FA what, what are you playing at with these f- these kickoff times yeah. do you not know how important we are at yeah, Clyde exactly. One Super Scoreboard we don't even have the first one until quarter to eight on Saturday night then two on Sunday one on Monday uh, they're all spread out just, Simon yeah, Donnelly I've just noticed that Do you not realise that quarter to eight yeah I mean that'll be midway through the GBX I, uh, <laughs> some people are up to different things on a Saturday evening boom, rather boom, than boom, uh, going to the football but um, Hart St Mirren Tight injury crisis. Tight. When does it become a crisis? By the way, but if you know Hearts are certainly St. Mirren not get a result there recently yeah. in the league. Um, St. Mirren buoyed by a win the other night, of course, yep. left it late. Hearts do have injury worries. Is that as straightforward as the league table would have you think? No, nope. no. I think that would be a tight one. I think St. Mirren were on a decent run of form, and yeah, it's a close one to call. Looking forward to Sunday, Hugh. Dundee Rangers obviously yeah. We've been discussing that How do you follow Red Star Belgrade But Motherwell Hibs Both could really be doing With a trip to Hamden As I say I'm surprised to read Sean Maloney today Saying he believes That some people Want him to fail I, I, I sometimes think You're obliged to come out And say who You're talking about Because you Tar everyone With the same brush uh, I certainly would not want Sean Maloney to fail uh, 
But he's got a tough tie on his hands there Awful news about Kevin Nisbet Awful That he could be facing up to nine <clears> months out What a disaster that is for him uh, And the loss of Nisbet and uh, Martin Boyle Has told on Hibs They simply do not score uh, As frequently as you would hope So I, I think that one is a 50-50 call I, I'd, I'd give Motherwell the edge Simply because they're at Fair Park It's not really helped them recently I must say uh, Sean Maloney says Kevin Nisbet's determined To come back stronger After finding out He faces up to nine months out The Hibs boss says The striker must have the mindset He can come back And be the best striker in the league Kevin got surgery yesterday So it was, the surgery went very well Down in London Unfortunately it was an ACL injury But it um, So yeah Kevin Kevin will be up to seven to nine months Unfortunately um, But he's still very motivated If And I think we're all hoping That Scotland qualify for the World Cup Then um, he can still make that squad um, Speaking to him Very motivated to come back A better player And there's no reason And I've said this to him That he can't think that he He comes back And he's the best striker in the league um, A lot of work to do It's a lonely journey But um, We'll be there every step of the way for him I look very disappointed The last couple of weeks but I did notice when I went to see him in London that he was uh, there was a, there was a slight change of disappointment and now getting motivated. It's very very tedious, very difficult the first few months of this injury. But all the work that he has to do in those f- first few months will benefit him in the long run, and he has to be very motivated to come back, be the best uh, best striker in the league, one of our best players, and come and achieve something with the national team. Um, and there's absolutely no reason he can't do that. First and foremost, obviously we wish him well, Simon. That's brutal for for any player to have to experience that. On, on Sean Maloney's point Good I'm, I'm glad there's a, a carrot there I'm glad there's the incentive Hopefully it drives him on Maybe it's even quicker The World Cup Which we hopefully Will be at That starts in 8 months And if we're talking 7 to 9 That's going to need to be An incredible recovery To be back in yeah, form and Yeah but I think Maybe what Sean's Just trying to Dangle the carrot And keep the boy positive Because yeah, it's going to be A long road to recovery he did so well with Hibs to get himself into the international setup, and of course, getting to the finals is a, a pinnacle. So, yeah, it might be out of reach, but he needs to stay positive and uh, get himself back. Cause must, we just look at Air United have scored there. Rory McKenzie has put Kelly in front down at Somerset inside two and a half minutes. Dream start, start for Derek McInnes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, the fans, big. Travelling support there for Kilmarnock uh, A real statement of intent from yep. the Kelly players uh, As I say, they must go talk tonight And put our both under some kind of pressure When they go to Inverness tomorrow I know that Inverness are having a shocking time Haven't won any of their last 10 games uh, But um, Was there an element of offside about that goal? No, I think he was on I They have VAR the, the, no. the, the guy in the middle was tighter But I think he's onside And he Finishes it well um, So on Kevin Nisbet Hugh He must feel as if His life has turned Upside down Because he played so well And there was talk Of a big move For him uh, Then There was the involvement With the National team And now An awful injury That will take a long time And it, it must play games With your head uh, Because you Simon Thankfully has not Suffered an injury As bad as that But you know you've watched players It's, it's, it's horrible It's horrible it's, it's a lonely place as well Being out injured yeah. And for that period of time You'll need all the support Round about him To get yourself back That's why I quite like The way Maloney's talking there You know Trying to keep it positive for And the, I've just for, burst his bubble Is that what you're saying lad. Pointing out that it's Eight months away yeah, and What but, it does do Like this is the harsh reality Of football Football moves on Scotland 
Albeit the plans have been disrupted um, yeah. Understandably There will still be friendly matches this month Kevin as it's been in the last I couldn't even count up quickly off the top of my head But he's been in all He was in all the squads leading up to the yeah. Euros All the squads since yeah. So there is a, a vacancy there For a perhaps a, a new face Who would be the the contenders that might be fortunate enough to, to get an opportunity after this sad news for Kevin Nisbet You're putting me on the spot uh, the I, mean, one I know Tony Watt was mentioned Tony earlier Watt in the season the But the goals have dried up dried since up a then bit, and I think I said on the show before Sometimes a club fits a certain player And Muddle certainly seemed to, to fit him If he was to Again, that's it's another incentive, isn't it, for all these guys? There's a there's a space up for grabs there. The Loch Ness, Drogba, with... Ross well, Stewart, and why, Sunderland why seems not? to be doing good things. Yeah, you know, he has. Everyone talks about numbers now. He has great numbers uh, at Sunderland. But I just think that Steve Clark's approach to the whole business is to think, well, he's in a too low a division for me, uh, but. What has he got to lose by trying him? We, we, we will have um, friendlies coming yeah. up. What's he got to lose yeah. by having a look at him? Well, you're going to need someone in, in that because you, you want to carry a couple, especially if it is going to be friendlies and you're looking for a bit of experimentation, Simon. You know, I think we know Adams and Dykes are, are nailed on. And after that, they're, they're the only out-and-out out strikers, really, that... Yeah, we're not, we're not overly blessed. With, I think James Forrest has played up there before, but, yeah, we're not overly blessed in that department. And I'm not saying Kevin Jacob Nisbet. Brown was in previously Stoke remember Yeah um. I don't know I don't know It's uh, it's one that's there for So the door's uh, open th then th Perhaps for some of these guys Young Scottish strikers really Knocking at the door You know Tony Watt was the, the one for me recently I think we spoke at the, the start of the season he had Out with that Not so much Yep uh, Still Kilmarnock who lead air one Goal to nil down at Somerset Six minutes gone now So Derek McInnes' side A good start for them Right let's finish up By rounding off tonight's teaser Now remember if you want to hear Your question used on the show <coughs> It's an email to fulltime At Clyde1.com That's what Mark Rennie did tonight And he asks if the guys can name The eight highest scoring players In old firm games You've got Ali McCoy's Henrik Larson, Kenny Miller Derek Johnson and Charlie Nicholas Stephen Roy has got a cracker on Twitter That you're still looking for Any uh, old codgers there or Yeah a few Yeah I don't want to offend them But I'd say we're, we're going back a bit um, Jimmy Miller Nope uh... I'm not right let's go back Sort of early Well kind of mid 90s 90s would, would cover it for this guy 90s I'd say a, a, a quite an obvious one Easy for me to say When I've got I, the answers Must down. be a Rangers player Yeah uh, Alberts Nope So just before He's, You've already got McCoyst Yeah Oh Hately Yep Hately of course Okay Two more Rangers ones left No uh, Definitely not More recent than Hately No Go further back <sighs> You that's your department I know I know I know I'm thinking um, I think this one A brother There's a brother link here Who's got a brother? Those, the, the famous footballing brothers Oh hold on Is it Jim Forrest? Nope Is uh, it a brother? Yes Quick Initials T-M T-Mick 
Oh my goodness Tom McLean McAdam Oh Tom and Tom McAdam Colin McAdam Or Tom Tom And the <laughs> last one I'm just Tom McAdam to... played for Celtic You said we're both Oh sorry sorry The last one D oh, Derek Parley You're out of time You're up. out of time <laughs> We're back tomorrow And George is up next <laughs>